Welcome to Reading the Library Book. My name is Emily, and in this podcast, I read my book, The Library Book, one chapter at a time. And I am investigating new titles. Uh, There is now a poll on the website, so if you'd like to vote for one of my ideas for uh, the new title or offer one of your own, you can go do that on the website, which is uh, emilyrainbowdavis.com slash reading the library book and you can offer up your your thoughts about what the title the new title should be um so today now is chapter 13 which is called the doors of the ballroom Svetlana's wondering about the way out made every single one of us stop and look around Jalissa stepped forward. I noticed that there are two other doors than the one we came out of. I suggest we send three people to the additional doorways to investigate, one to go in, one to hold the door open, one to watch, and report back to the others in case of funny business. Wow, Jalissa, I said. You did some quick investigating. I like detective stories, said Jalissa, shrugging. We split up and went to the two remaining doorways to see where they led. I went to the middle one, closest to me, with the music librarian and Jalissa. Luckily, this doorway wasn't pitch black like the one we'd come from. It was a lounge area, like they had in old-fashioned theaters to smoke in, in old black-and-white movies. A chaise lounge or two, some of them on wheels, a water fountain, and a big, puffy, dusty, rose-colored ottoman. That room led to another room, also furnished like a lounge with bathrooms off to either side. Jalissa stayed by the first entrance, and when we were about to go into the next room after that, she called us back. Jalissa said, There's a lot going on out there. We came back into the ballroom and found Svetlana running toward us. That room was full of wild animals, she said breathlessly. People and wild animals! I noticed then that Demetrius was sitting by the door, fanning himself, trying to catch his breath, and Becky was sitting with her head between her knees, crying. Svetlana's hair was flying everywhere as she got to us. I'd never seen her like this. She said, breathlessly, We went through a dark passage, like the other side, and when we opened the door at the end, I saw a crocodile and an elephant in a room just as tiny as the room we were in. It was loud and terrifying. What in the world is this place? People and animals? I asked. Wild ones, said Svetlana. They all roared at us when we opened the door. Wandering librarians? I asked Johanna Yuditha. I think it's likely, she said. Let's go look, I said. When did you get suddenly brave, Svetlana asked. You never want to play anything scary at the library, and now you want to go look at a room of wild animals? I guess so, I said. I walked straight to the other door while Johanna Yuditha tried to calm an unhappy Becky. I strode right through the dark room toward the frame of light at the end, just as it had been on the other side. There were a lot of loud animal noises coming through. I knocked on the door, and I heard the noises stop. I shouted into the door, Hello, wandering librarians? 
I heard several voices say hello, and yes, so I was right. We're here to rescue you, I said. A man's friendly voice came through the door. We're real sorry for having scared you like that. Our libraries weren't so sure whether it was friends or foes out there. Oh, we're friends, I said, and I'm just going to open this door slowly. Don't you worry, said the man. We'll all be quieter in a round-tailed muskrat hiding from a panther in here. I opened the door, and there, standing very quietly, was a room full of animals, each with a person by its side. The room was smelly, but almost silent when I came in. The elephant filled much of the room, its head pressed into the ceiling. On its back were several shelves of books that hung over a tapestry. It had an embroidered and beaded headpiece with an image of an open book stitched into it. Holding the elephant's lead was a tall woman in a red tunic and flowing orange skirt. Little mirrors sparkled from the fabric and her arms were covered in bracelets. There was an ostrich who wore what looked like a platform on its back with many drawers. It kind of looked like it was wearing a file cabinet. The woman with her hand on its neck had large, kind eyes, and a green scarf framed her round face. An orange and red-striped scarf was draped over her shoulder and tied round her waist, hanging over her sweatpants. Her shoes reminded me of Delissa's sneakers. The burrow's mane was braided through with colorful threads in bright, vibrant shades. The man next to the burrow wore jeans, a light green shirt, and a hat that looked designed to keep him out of the sun. There was a man wearing rubber overalls that looked like they were for wading in water, and a leash hung from his hand. And I looked down to see a large crocodile wearing what looked like a large backpack, calmly blinking at me. Next to a huge green turtle with a little wooden house on its back was a woman in a pale blue ruffled dress with gold bands wrapped around her dreadlocks. A pigeon flapped its wings from the shoulder of a person wearing a black t-shirt with a picture of someone smashing a guitar on it. Their long beard was braided and had sparkling blue beads in it. Their gray hair sat on top of their head in a messy bun. You must be the wandering librarians, I said. I'm so glad to have found you. I'm Leandra. They all smiled and nodded warmly and said, Thank you, Leandra, in a chorus of voices very different from one another. I showed them the door and warned them that it was dark in the hallway before they'd get to the ballroom. Thank you kindly, said the man with the crocodile, whose voice I recognized as the one I'd heard through the door. He continued, My name is Cooper. This is my library, Plato. People are sometimes scared of him, but he's sweeter in a honeybee setting in a honeycomb. Cooper turned to his colleagues and said, Why don't y'all go out first, just so Plato doesn't scare the bejesus out of anybody who isn't expecting him? So, said the woman with the elephant, I think, Jardin, you should go out first, since very few are scared of pigeons. And hello, Leandra, I am called Mahout. This is my library, Sarkis, so thank you for letting us out. Out you go, Jardin. I am waiting, Jardin, the pigeon librarian said, to say thank you to person who has released us. Thank you, Leandra. I am Jardin, 
and this is my library, Strummer. We thank you, and we go. They bowed a little and went through to the dark hall. Next, the burrow led its librarian right to me. My library, he is saying thank you, and to tell you his name is Leopoldo, and I am Oswaldo. The burrow pulled Oswaldo out of the room. Wow, 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 said the woman with the ostrich. There are so many of us, you will never remember all the names, unfortunately. But Basra and I, we thank you. That is Toti with her library, Felix, she said, pointing at the woman with the turtle, who had been steadily walking toward me for some time. Oh, 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 and I am Axlam, and now we go, go, go. When the turtle finally arrived at the door, its librarian, Toti, said, My friend Axlam is very fast, and Felix and I are very slow. But we do thank you, Zan Mimoua, for opening the door. Would you walk with us? We could keep the calm before the bigger animals emerge. We walked together through the dark hallway, and I told Toti about the ballroom and all the people waiting for us. When we came out into the ballroom, I could see that chaos had already kicked in. Demetrius was taking short breaths and looking very pale. Svetlana was leaning against a wall, trying to smooth the same length of hair over and over. Becky was getting red and getting redder by the minute. Jalissa and Johanna Yuditha seemed to be trying to reassure her. By the time Mahout and Sarkis, the elephant, came in, Becky looked ready to explode. I didn't know what would happen when Cooper came in with that crocodile named Plato. And that, my friends, was chapter 13, The Doors in the Ballroom. So, I have several questions for you. First, help me choose a new title. And these are some of the options that are on the website if you want to vote for them there, or you can just send me a message. There's no, I am, wherever is easiest for you. So here's some of my ideas, and I would love to hear your ideas if you have some too. But some of my ideas are Leandra and the Library, Leandra in the Library, Leandra and the Library Book, Leandra and the Global Library. Or if you have another idea, I would love to hear what that might be. So send me those if you have um, a thought or an idea, if you, if you have one, a better idea. Um, and I would love to hear about your experience of meeting all of these librarians at once. Um, I know there are a lot of them, and it's hard to keep them straight, probably. Uh, I wonder what your experience was. Were you like, I just want to meet some of them now, maybe more later? Or you were like, no, keep them coming. I want more librarians. <laughs> um, I just would love to hear what your what you when you when you met all these people, what your thoughts were about them, about um, just yeah. I'd love to hear kind of what you think about that. Um, and if you recognized um, a culture that you're from. Um, in, in my attempt to um, get some voices. Uh, down <laughs> or close um, and especially just let me know if there's something that, that felt um, culturally insensitive um, 
so if you're from a culture and you identified your culture from, from the voice that I was doing, um, certainly let me know if there's some way for me to uh, make some adjustments to make that f- feel more respectful. My, my desire is to be as loving and respectful as possible to all of these cultures that I have been learning actually quite a little bit about uh, in trying to create a real global library. Um, so it's, it's tricky because I want, I want to be as specific as possible with, with their accents, um, especially in how they're written, so that even when it's someone who's not me reading, someone who isn't necessarily going to uh, spend time learning an accent of a particular country, um, that there is some distinction between how these, these librarians talk and, and where they come from, even in their written speech. So that's something I'm really working very hard to, to be really uh, specific and clear about and, and not, try and do, not trying to do like a generalized um, accent, but a, like a specific to these particular people. Uh, and, you know, I have given myself a, f- a fairly... Um, lenient past because a lot of these people are not actually from the countries um, that their accents are suggestive of. They are from, you know, Akita, which is um, a place that I made up. <laughs> so that is my that is my save that is my saving uh, idea, I guess. Um, but do let me know if you if you have some experience. Um, you might not be able to identify necessarily where I'm thinking of, and I'm not sure whether I should tell you. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but I, I am definitely thinking of all of these people as being from specific countries. And I, and I probably, some of them I'll tell you as the book goes along and some of them I won't. Um, but I may just tell you in this section at some point, if you're like dying to know, for example, then I will tell you. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, and the other, the other factor is that I'm attempting to learn basically six accents at once, um, which is a little bit challenging, <laughs> to say the least, and trying to keep them all um, separate and, and clear is a, is a little bit, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little difficult, um, but, it's, but it's a fun challenge. So anyway, uh, again, if you, if you recognized your culture, um, let me know how you feel about it, hearing it in the book. All right. Is there anything else I need to tell you? Um, yeah. Send me your send me your thoughts in whatever way is nice for you. Um, there's now a Twitter account, um, which is what is it? Reading the lib libra one. Um, and uh, as usual, the phone number, the Google Voice number, is six four six eight four seven eight seven five eight. The email is leandralibrary at gmail.com. And if you want to read what is written down, you can go to my website. Again, that's emilyrainbowdavis.com slash reading the library book. And all the chapters are there. Um, and just to remind you, they are they haven't been proofread. They're they're kind of a rough um, draft. So um, you know read carefully (laughs) or less carefully I don't know um enjoy thank you very much for listening I'm I was excited to get to this part of the book so I'm I'm glad to get to share it with you and I would love to hear any and all of your thoughts about meeting all these librarians all right everybody I will see you next time (laughs) 